When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Good morning to you. It's a Tuesday. It's going to be a terrific Tuesday. Maybe it'll be a tasty Tuesday. That fits if it's a taco Tuesday. Shoot, I don't have any taco meat available. Huh. Might have to change that. Actually, since I'm going to pick up the flowers, the bouquets for the wedding on Tuesday from the woman, my friend and her mom who are making them or made them, they're they're done now. Uh, I suppose I did offer to bring takeout. I could... Fine. Now, that's not Taco Bell. That does not qualify as Taco Tuesday. Where can I get some really good tacos and take them? I have to go to Authentic Mexican. That sounds like fun. I could do that. Huh? Tasty Tuesday it is. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. No no more than two minutes ago, I, and during the break, I thought to myself, I was like, huh, could really go for a Taco Tuesday later. <laughs> so we're on the same page there. Great minds. Great minds. That's the hashtag for this tasty and terrific Tuesday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I know that it's easy peasy to look at the New York Jets and say it's all Zach Wilson's fault. It's actually not that simple. But here's the thing about great quarterbacks. They do tend to cover up a multitude of mistakes by the guys around them. We think about Tom Brady's last season with the Buccaneers. And the one thing that stands out to me, as much as people wanted to point to him and say he's too old, he can't play anymore, he's not as good as he used to be, I didn't believe any of that was true. What was true is that the offensive line in front of him was not a championship-caliber line. It had a ton of injuries. There were a lot of guys that were on and off the field. And because he's Tom Brady and not a mobile quarterback, it took him 20-something years to come up with 1,000 yards rushing. (laughs) He is proud of that, though. He would always say that. Because he's not a mobile quarterback... He had to get rid of the ball more quickly than he ever had in his entire career. The offensive line changed how he could play quarterback. And and one example of how this plays out on the field is that his great receivers, like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, was hard for them to get downfield and get separation and to even run through their entire route. They were cutting routes short. Why? Well, because he had... Not even two seconds to throw the football. And even the fastest receivers like Tyree Kill would have a really hard time getting all the way downfield in two seconds. And so it really limited what they could do with their offense. 
I don't need to tell you that Zach Wilson isn't Tom Brady. All that to say that even a a tough season for an offensive line or a bad offensive line or a myriad of injuries on a makeshift offensive line, it can even affect the greatest quarterbacks. Now think about Zach Wilson, who's still learning how to go through his progressions, who's trying to do it more quickly, right? That's one of the skills that you acquire as a veteran quarterback is being able to recognize defenses more quickly, being able to go through your progressions more quickly. Certainly seem like Robert Sala and Nathaniel Hackett, who's the offensive coordinator for the Jets, they were giving him more freedom at the line. Did you hear the number of times that he changed the plays or fake changed the plays? But sometimes you got to accept that they're actually not changing plays. They're just making it seem like that to the defense by calling a bunch of different audibles or by switching it up at the line. I didn't hear any Taylor Swift calls last night, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> but Zach is still learning all of those things. And now he's doing it behind an offensive line that could not hold up against the Los Angeles Chargers. They've got guys that are playing positions that they've never played before in their careers because they're just trying to get bodies out there. The end result is that Zach sees a ton of pressure and that the defense is in his face, not always before he can get rid of the football, but over and over again, which makes life difficult as a QB. Wilson to throw. Flush from the pocket. Here comes Thule. He's got him. And he's down. Oh, Thule. Thule below two. His second sack of the game. Chargers seven on the line of scrimmage. And they rush four. And Wilson is hit. And look at that. He's down. Oh, had him by the jersey. Joey Bosa. Picks up where he left off last week. We said it was his best game last week. No, it is this week. Two and a half sacks for Joey Bosa. Two for Khalil Mack. Eight total against Zach Wilson. And another handful of QB hits. Was it 11 maybe? 13, 11 to 13? Something like that. There were a lot of hands and faces. Arms wrapped around him. Big paws trying to snatch that ball out of his arms. He didn't have much time to throw. Now, can he get rid of the ball more quickly? Yes. But if you're watching the game, you recognize there were times where he didn't even have a chance to get rid of the ball. I just saw one of the sacks right now. He got the snap, and a defender is on him. A powder blue shirt is in his face. It's not as easy and as cut and dried as Zach Wilson sucks. Now, Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. Maybe he can get there, and I think that's the hope of the Jets. But behind that offensive line, it actually looks worse. It's getting worse. Oh, and could you imagine if they actually tried to throw Aaron Rodgers back out there behind that offensive line? If he decides to come back or if the Jets clear him, if the doctors say, okay, your Achilles is healed. We know you can throw. He was out there tossing 50-yard bombs on the field before the game. But he can't push off and get any explosiveness and run for his life. Even if he does come back healthy, he's not going to have that ability right away. It seems to me it would be a travesty to put Aaron Rodgers behind that O-line as it's currently constituted. 
It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. None of the quarterback conversation explains how the Jets gave up another special teams TD. Jets will punt from left to right, and 37-year-old Thomas Morstead will get the belt-high long snap and a right-footed punt. Is sent down the far side, backpedaling is Davis. The catch on a squat at the 12. Breaks a tackle 15 up the middle of the 20. Breaks a tackle 30. Foot race to the 40. Down the near side 50. On the numbers, the 40. He's going to go. The 20, the 10. They'll chase him, but they will not catch him. It's a punt return touchdown. 87-yard return. Exactly. That's not on Zach Wilson. It's... Frustrating, I'm sure, to be in a 7 nothing hole before you even get started. And then the fumbles. First one by Garrett Wilson. Then one by Zach Wilson. So before the first quarter is over, the Jets have given up not just a special teams TD, but also seven points off turnovers. And as Garrett Wilson said, oh no, actually it was Sauce Gardner. As Sauce Gardner said after the game, we can't afford to fall into a 14 nothing hole. Now he didn't specify why, but maybe he doesn't need to. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The Chargers, they were having a field day on defense. Not only the eight sacks, three takeaways, don't even allow 200 yards to the Jets offensively. And while Austin Eckler did have a fair number of drops, weirdly enough, he dropped a bunch of passes that were coming his way from Justin Herbert. He and the Chargers were two for two in the red zone. Because once they got up close, it was Eckler's gig. First and goal in the gun. Herbert got the snap. Hands to Eckler. Knocks his way in over the guard. Touchdown. And that'll be all she wrote in New York tonight. With another short touchdown run by Austin Eckler. That for two yards earlier in the game. He had one yard touchdown run. And they cash in on another Jet turnover. When you play against good defenses, there could be a tough night. And today, both defenses were playing really well. So your special teams has to come alive. And so our special teams came alive today. We had a return for a touchdown. Our kicker was outstanding. I thought our punter was outstanding. Um, so in a game like this, you know, um, that was me to the difference in the game was how we played on special teams um, because both defenses were playing well tonight. So Brandon Staley loves what he saw. And yet I would agree with that. When you're on the road in the NFL and when you're playing against a really good defense, well, then maybe you accept that your offense isn't going to look so great either and you just find other ways to win. Only 136 yards passing for Justin Herbert. If I told you before the game, Herbert will have only 136 yards passing, you wouldn't probably have expected that it would result in a Chargers win. Except it did because the Jeff the Jets offense, while maybe had a few more yards, not one that is sustainable, not one that moves the ball up and down the field, and... Again, just brutal on third down. I had a chance to ask a Jets insider whether or not there's any inkling. Does anyone say that word anymore? Inkling. Any indication that the Jets might make a change at QB? You will hear that answer following the break. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. There was actually a can't-miss moment. Well, if you don't like defense, there was plenty of defense. In fact, there were five sacks of Justin Herbert by the Jets D. But otherwise, offense was hard to come by. But there was a can't-miss moment, and it was a milestone instead of being one of those ah moments or a defensive highlight. 
it was actually an offensive milestone, and it was pretty. And it was one that you can't miss, so make sure you check it out. I did retweet the video from uh, my account, A-Law Radio. Herbert to throw. Pressure, throws right, has a man. Keenan caught it. What a grab. Oh, my goodness. What a grab. He spun all the way around with one arm. Is able to haul that in. What an amazing catch. And what a way to go for 10,000 yards. It's amazing, man. Um, it's the hard work, you know, paying off, consistency, um, resiliency. You know, I have been through a lot, injuries and stuff like that. So it's nice. Not surprised by, you know, the great things that he does and the plays that he makes. You know, it's, it's just huge having him out there on our offense. He's a, a big part of our offense. And uh, to see him make plays like that, uh, you know, we see that all the time in practice as well. So, um, you know, he just goes up there and he does what he does. Oh, it's terrific. And not only that, but Keenan Allen goes over 10,000 yards, as you hear with Matt Smith on Chargers Radio. Check out the video on my Twitter, though. It is jaw-dropping. The ball is about to sail over his head. It looks as though it's going to be out of his reach. He stretches. He's definitely been doing some yoga. He stretches like he's got gumby arms, reaches up this big paw with his left hand or left arm, reaches it way up. It goes behind his head, one-handed grab because he's stretching out behind him to haul in the football. His momentum is then carrying him to the ground where he's almost parallel to the ground as he's tipping over backwards. But even as he's stretching out, falling backwards, he puts the right hand on the ball to secure it, make sure it doesn't hit the ground. He pulls it into his chest as he's barrel rolling. Did I describe that accurately, do you think, Jay? Yes. My favorite part is the barrel roll. Barrel roll is the best part. He does, in fact, do a barrel roll. But because he gets both cheeks in bounds, it's a fair catch. (laughs) It was awesome. So, yeah, check it out. And that just happens to be the moment where he goes over 10,000 career yards all of his seasons. He's now into his 30s. All of his seasons have come with the Chargers, San Diego first, and now L.A. So have the Chargers found their rhythm yet, considering that they always find creative ways to lose? I think there were some good things that we did today. Uh, you know, I think the defense played terrific today. Uh, came up with some big stops, got a lot of turnovers, and um, you know, offensively we can we can move the ball better. We can do a lot better on offense, and um, you know, we'll take a look at the film. But uh, it was good to see from both uh, or all three phases from our from our team today. Current standings in the AFC West: the Chiefs seven and two, the Chargers four and four, the Raiders four and five, the Broncos three and five. Broncos had a bye this week. Raiders, of course, got that victory with interim head coach Antonio Pierce. I thought it was funny. Someone made the point on our Facebook page, or maybe it was Twitter, one of our socials, that if the the Raiders would just keep Antonio Pierce their interim head coach, <laughs> they would make the playoffs. They might win a Super Bowl because they play really well for interim head coaches. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, they were fired up following the victory over the Giants. Now, guess who they play next time? It's the Jets, is it not? (laughs) So maybe, just maybe, they get back to 500. New chapter, we write our own script. Write our own script, man. That's just one step, man. You guys know how to go. But more importantly, man, this is about us. This is about you. You guys made up your minds what we was going to do, and we did it. Exactly what we said, and then we did it. 
hey man, I know the coaches, the whole organization, the whole building is proud of but more importantly, I'm happy for you guys. That shit was rough the last two weeks. Biggest window, the front window. And guess what? Every door we go into, we're kicking that from now on. But no thanks about it, man. Hey, man, you know what this time is? I'll see you Wednesday! <laughs> so that's inside the locker room from Raiders Twitter. Max Crosby is one of the guys who had a cigar lit up and was celebrating in honor of Antonio Pierce getting his first win as an NFL head coach. Because interim wins do count towards your coaching record. He was on IG, and so the audio is a little bit different, but he's doing a film or doing a video inside the same locker room at the same time. What is that? Rolling on my wrist. It has a Hey, Jerry. IG Live, say something. What's up? Uh-oh, let me talk to you. Dylan, talk to the people. Talk to the people. You already know what's going on, Go ahead, have a fish, man. Big dog. Come on, Dan. Come on, Dan. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Say what's up to the people. What's up? Raider Nation. Let us talk to the people. That's a Raider dub. Stop playing. That's a Raider dub. How excited they are about a dub. After two consecutive losses and their head coach and GM getting fired, the mood is decidedly light and enthusiastic, energetic. And as I say, there are cigars all over the place inside the Raiders locker room. Antonio Pierce is not going to rule with an iron fist, so to speak. He's not Bill Belichick or Belichick's disciple, Josh McDaniels. The mood, the atmosphere is completely different. And yes, there is a fine line between being a player's coach and letting the guys do what they want and also getting them to buy in and follow you. Weirdly enough, Pete Carroll has that mastered, even though he's in his 70s. You would think that he'd be a coach that maybe they would look at and go, no way, old man. And I'm sure there are some guys who get to Seattle and think, are you kidding me? This old white dude's going to tell me what to do? Except... Pete Carroll lets them express themselves. In fact, he supports them in the ways they want to express themselves. Like, for instance, social, social justice, but social media, too. He, he allows them to be who they are and to feel like they have the freedom to be crazy and fun and goofy. But when it's time to work, it's Pete's way or the highway. He's gotten rid of guys that don't buy in and don't line up and aren't towing the company line. And he's mastered it. He's he's maybe the Zen master. Well, no, he's not really Zen. This, Pete Carroll knows exactly how to strike that chord between players coach and, hey, we do it my way. Get out of here. <laughs> he's a goof. It's the gum. I'm telling you it's the gum. There's something else in the gum. <laughs> no, don't start that rumor. So can Antonio Pierce be that guy? That's a bunch of crap. <laughs> because you want the players to feel like they can express themselves and they're free to be, but that when it's time to work, they work. We're looking for the good, the bad, the ugly from the first half of the NFL season because nine weeks are behind and nine weeks still lie ahead. 
On Twitter, After Hours CBS, you can also vote for, well, still Monday MVP, as well as TD of the week. We'll let you hear those candidates again at the back half of the hour. Our Facebook page, too. Great to have you with us. Happy Tuesday, or as we're calling it around here, a tasty Tuesday, just because Jay and I are hungry. It's After Hours. with When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. I feel like I'm a different player. I feel like I, I'm in the best position I've ever felt mentally, um, my understanding of the game. Um, I, feel, I feel ready to get, be out there and be competing, and so that's what's so frustrating, and just, just not getting things done. You know, it's frustrating, and it starts with me finding a way, but, you know, I'm ready for the opportunity in the moment, and we got to find a way to get it done. I don't know if you could say step back. You know, there's, like I said, there's, it's all-encompassing, like... Um, you know, obviously, he's going to want some things that he he wishes he could have done better. Um, uh, you know, we, from from protection to, to, to it's just a little bit of everything. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. I don't know how much conviction Robert Sala had as he's answering a question about whether or not Zach Wilson took a step back. Three turnovers by the Jets, one of them Garrett Wilson. Eight penalty flags. They hurt themselves a bunch, to be sure. Uh, And no, the protection was not good. But Zach Wilson also is trying to learn under duress. And they only managed two field goals. Third down, abysmal. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I know Zach's getting better. Of course he is. Uh, he's a smart young man, and he wants to. He's got the work ethic. He He's learned in terms of leadership not to be an entitled punk. But is that enough for the Jets? Had a chance to catch up with Dan Leberfeld of Jets Confidential Magazine, and we're going to bring back just a couple of these questions because they're the ones that everyone keeps asking, so I posed them to him. And I asked him once he told me, the defense is great, the offense stinks. It, I'm paraphrasing. So I asked him, what changes or adjustments can they actually make? Well, they have Trevor Simeon on the practice squad. And I'm not putting Trevor Simeon in Canton, but he's won games. 
He had a good season in Denver a few years ago. All they need is somebody to manage the game and get them in the end zone a little more. You know, Zach Wilson, uh, people say, well, he was sacked eight times tonight, and he's not getting a lot of help. That's true. The offensive line could play better. The offensive line does have a lot of injuries. But two things can be true at the same time. He might not have the best supporting cast as far as pass protection, but he's also not seeing the field very well. He's holding the ball too long. His internal clock in his head has got to speed up. So if I were the Jets, uh, if they don't trust Tim Boyle to go in uh, to a game that Zach Wilson is struggling, make Trevor Simeon the backup. And, and if they're losing to the Raiders next week out in Las Vegas and the defense is playing well again, the offense is not doing their part, put Trevor Simeon in the game, change it up a little bit. So that's what I would do. I wouldn't bench Zach Wilson immediately, but I would I would call up Trevor Simeon and have him in the bullpen active on game day, ready to go in if there's another game like we saw tonight where the offense just is not producing. Is there any indication at all that they are considering a change at quarterback? No, I don't see any. Uh, you know, sometimes when you when you pick a player this high in the draft, confirmation bias sets in. It happens in all sports where you you, you just keep chasing your decision because you want it to be right. So I think there's a little confirmation bias going on with Zach Wilson, and there's other things going on like we just brought up where the offensive line isn't great. Maybe there's a few drops here and there, and that can give the decision makers the out, the alibi to say, you know what, it's not all his fault, let's stay with him. But like I said, I think the problem is twofold. Yes, the line is struggling, but Zach Wilson, on plays when the line is fine, he's not going through his progressions very smoothly, and he's not getting the rid of the ball fast enough. So I think both things can exist at the same time, but I think they're they're not ready to make that move yet. Dan Leberfeld is with us after Monday Night Football and a game in which the Jets managed just six points. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Dan, Aaron Rodgers on the field. You took a photo of him on the field with Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. What realistically is the plan for Aaron Rodgers moving forward through the rest of this year? Well, I'll say this. I've seen him now leave the locker room. You've been there. You know, you wait after the game, the 20 minutes to half hour before they let you in the locker room for interviews. So you see players come out, especially players that were inactive. So for the third straight game waiting outside the locker room, I saw Aaron Rodgers, you know, leave the locker room. And this is the first time I saw him where he wasn't limping. You know, he was limping the previous two times I saw him leave the Jets locker room. This game, he wasn't limping. So clearly there is progress. I think the realistic goal would be the playoffs. That's why they can't blow. You know, 4-4 is not perfect, but you're still in the hunt if you're the Jets. So don't waste it. And that means make a quarterback change if you have to, just to stay afloat, stay in the wild card hunt, because I think the realistic goal for Aaron Rodgers would be the playoffs. I don't think it would be late in the season. I think it would be the playoffs, which would be – in the middle of January when the wild card round starts. So I think they've got to figure out a way to get into the playoffs, and then maybe there's a chance he can come back. Some things have been blown out of proportion, like that first game when he was throwing the ball around, the Chiefs game. 
I thought that whole thing was blown way out of proportion. I mean, let's be honest. Fathers and grandfathers toss the ball. Uh, your grandmothers and, and grandsons <laughs> toss the ball. Short tosses in the parking lot before games. The fact that you can stand stationary and throw a ball, you know, 10 yards or whatever to Sauce Gardner, I think that's who he was having to catch with. Once again, it doesn't mean anything. It's can he you put weight on it? He's not going to be a scrambler when he comes back, but he's got to be able to move back there. Can he move to get out of harm's way? Can he plant you know his leg on the Achilles? All that stuff. That that toss after the Chiefs game, well before the Chiefs game, <laughs> meant absolutely nothing. <laughs> there have been whispers of frustration in the locker room among the players. You're not going to hear from the coaches, of course, but any indication that there are guys who are maybe themselves thinking they'd be better off with someone else behind the center? You know, it's funny you say that because I was saying to someone and and there's been a few locker rooms after the game that I felt this way. It's like the only way this locker room is going to be worthwhile after this game is if you uh, give the players uh, truth serum and say, okay, what happened tonight? And they say, well, our passing game is terrible or something like that, (laughs) meaning that, meaning that you're not the problem in these post games, and I don't blame the players. You don't want to throw your teammates under the bus, but they can't really say what they want to say. It's all, it's, so it's going to be like, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around, and we all got to play better and all that. Garrett Wilson last year was frustrated. Garrett Wilson this year is frustrated. Garrett Wilson's a very smart guy, and he's not going to say anything terrible as far as ripping anybody but he's smart he gives he sends out smoke signals if you will he gives you messages (laughs) and and gary wilson you're going to see some quotes from him tomorrow where he's not necessarily throwing anyone under the bus but he's kind of if you read the tea leaves saying this has to change so i think there are players in there that realize that change is necessary they just can't come out and say it but if you read through the lines you get the sense that's where they're coming from and yet on the sidelines, they also have the tantalizing appearance of one Aaron Rodgers, who looks to be in great health, recovering so well eight weeks after he tore his Achilles on the first Monday night football game of the season. He's teasing us, right? He's toying with us. He gets caught on camera telling Derwin James, give me a few more weeks, a few more weeks. Wow. Wow. How long did it take Cam Akers to come back? Do you remember? I mean, he just tore his Achilles again, right? So he's he's out now uh, with the Vikings most recently. I'll have to look that up. Because didn't he come back really quickly he from did. the torn Achilles? Yeah. So it's not impossible. And he's a running back, which, of course, would mean he'd have to push off and be more explosive on the move. So he came back in less than six months. I don't have the exact timetables, mm-hmm. but yeah, less than six months he came back. All right. Well, Aaron's at two months right now. He's at eight weeks, and that's not including that, – that's actually from the date that he got hurt, not from the date he had surgery. So he's sitting at two months. Let's just say it's five – five months would be a miracle. Let's say it's six months. You're past the point at which they'd be still be – I mean, the, even if the Jets made the playoffs, they're not – they're not likely to win a game or two 
if if the Jets really do get into the playoffs, do you really want to start an Aaron Rodgers coming off a torn Achilles who hasn't played in six, five, six months? I mean, honestly, I feel like the Jets probably would. They'd yeah. rather do that than start. I mean, because at least he could throw the ball. But if you get to the playoffs, they had to be doing something right from here on out. The defense. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, the, the schedule won't be nearly as hard as it was the first, like, six weeks of the season, uh-huh. which was much harder. But just looking at the calendar. So here we are. Let's say we get to Christmas weekend. Now you're talking about six weeks, six, seven weeks. That's another two months, not even two months. You got mid-January is when the playoffs start. No way. There's no way. That's two months from now, mid-January. That would still be only four months. Yeah. that That's insane. If you really want him to, if or, or you know, it looks like he's going to be their quarterback next year, for the at least next year, maybe even the year after that. Don't do, you want to save him? Right. Yeah. Is it really worth it to maybe get a game out of? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. So I think he's. I think he wants to. Of course, wants of course. to be the first one ever to come back from a torn Achilles in three months. But I don't know if you're the Jets or the Jets doctors. How could you? in good conscience, clear him and put him out there, especially behind a crappy offensive line. Exactly. Oh, it's after hours with Amy Lawrence. What's the good, the bad, the ugly in the first half of the NFL season. You can find us on Twitter, a law radio or on our Facebook page. Lots of your answers coming in. Uh, If you need some Zen this morning, I took an incredible set of, yes, I was driving of sunrise photos yesterday morning, but they might be perfect for right now. They're on Twitter and Facebook as well. Box breathing. <laughs> Box breathing, or in my case, taking photos of gorgeous clouds. Either one will do. You are old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listening to the After Hours Podcast. 
It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Stops the center something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Philadelphia Eagles. First and 10, they're at the Cowboys 29. Hurts back again. He steps up. He's looking. He is going deep. And it is caught. It is caught down the far side of the field. It is Devontae Smith for a touchdown. That's skinny Batman. And the Eagles take the lead. That's skinny Batman. The Kansas City Chiefs. Second and seven for the Dolphins at the Kansas City 30. Chiefs lead 14 to nothing. They'll throw it in the near side. Tyreek Hill hit right in the stomach. Fumbles the ball. Picked up by Kansas City. Tyreek Hill with the catch and a fumble recovery. Up the sideline. Here comes Mike. It's it. Brian Cook. 10, 5, touchdown. Kansas City. Mike Edwards hit Tyreek Hill right in the stomach. The ball came out and Brian Cook would not let the play in. The Minnesota Vikings. Jackson in motion to the right. 11th play of a 69-yard possession. Dobbs back to pass on third down. He stays in the pocket. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Brandon Powell, the former Falcon, has beaten the Atlanta Falcons with a six-yard touchdown pass from Josh Dobbs. 30-28 Minnesota with 20 seconds to go. The Houston Texans. Stroud in the gun, empty backfield after motion. First down to the Bucks, 15. 10 seconds to go. CJ gets the snap. CJ looking, throwing to the end zone. Yes! 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 With the reception. Rock and roll. My goodness. You know, a few weeks ago you said, Houston, we have a quarterback. That was a few years ago, but yes. A few years ago. I thought you said a few weeks ago. Uh, that is the defining moment of the welcome to Houston, C.J. Stroud. That is the moment right there. Your candidates for TD of the week. And no, it's not as cut and dried as you might be yelling right now or even rolling your eyes wherever you are. Poor Merrill Reese. It, it actually was Merrill Reese. The Philadelphia Eagles in the game against the Cowboys get that long bomb from Jalen Hurst to Devontae Smith for the go-ahead TD in the third quarter. Along with Mike Quick, poor Merrill losing his voice. In Frankfurt, Germany, first time ever. Oh, it's so delicious, I'm sure, in the Chiefs locker room after the fact that it's against Tyreek Hill. Fumble is forced by Trent McDuffie. Mike Edwards picks it up, laterals it to Brian Cook, who then high steps it down the sidelines like he's running track. That was pretty impressive. Mitch Holtis on Chiefs Radio. Our friend Paul Allen on Vikings Radio. Josh Dobbs, 22 seconds to go to Brandon Powell, leads the late-game rally on the road in Atlanta. And then finally, Mark Vandermeer on Texans Radio. C.J. Stroud, nearly 500 passing yards, only had, only needed 40 seconds for the game-winning touchdown drive. He was 5 for 5 before they got into the end zone and stunned the Buccaneers. 
Those are your candidates for TD of the week. So you can vote now on Twitter after our CBS or on our Facebook page. And this portion of the show brought to you by Wesley Financial. Are you stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So lots of football. We're at the midway point. We'll talk more about it on Tuesday because we're collecting your good, bad, and ugly, ugly responses on both of our social media sites. And uh, producer Jay gave you his. I certainly will chime in. But I want to say, though, the good has got to be the AFC North, in which every team is above 500. Even John Harbaugh making jokes about the strength and the competitiveness of his division. I think it's really, really awesome that we have such a great uh, division. And I'd, I'd, I'd really be disappointed if we didn't. You know, it'd be just terrible if everybody was not a good team in our division. So, you know, <laughs> uh, that's my best answer, you know. Hey, we respect these teams. This is a great division. I mean, there's no doubt. It's the best division. It's proven. We know the teams. You know, these teams are real. You know, we, we when you're in this division, you got to play them twice a year. You understand them. It's not just this year. So we understand that. Uh, they all understand it, you know, and everybody knows what, what's, what's going to happen when we all play each other. Mm, familiarity breeds contempt. It is knockdown, drag out. Love that from John Harbaugh. So the good, definitely the AFC North. There's a lot of bad and ugly in there. I would say the bad is likely the number of starting QBs who are out because of injuries. As much as it's interesting to see stories like Tyson Bagent or to wonder what might happen if Clayton Toon, oh, never mind. Uh, Just the idea that we get fresh blood is great, except... There's a definite drop-off in terms of the quality of play right now for the offenses. It's glaringly obvious as you look around through the first half. So on Twitter or Facebook, send your good, your bad, your ugly. And we will get back to those on our hump show. Also on Tuesday, uh, we've got the latest set of the college football playoff rankings that come out. And those are a conversation starter. As is Craig Council leaving Milwaukee and heading to Chicago. And the Cubs making him the richest manager in the history of the game. $8 million per year. Think about it right now. If your boss has doubled your salary, more than doubled your salary, Oh, please pick me, pick me. On Sirius XM MLB radio, Brad Lidge was talking about this move by council. For me, it seems very, very clear, and, and I know that this is the case for a lot of people in South Bend. The Chicago Cubs managerial job, it is a dream job for a lot of people that grow up in the Midwest. Mm. Not that Milwaukee wasn't incredible, not that it wasn't a great place, not that it's, you know, he established a culture, a postseason team. He did so much there, but this probably in the back of his mind, always the dream job. Wow. How about that? What an insult to the Milwaukee Brewers. And he actually grew up near Milwaukee. He's a local guy. Uh, He's very widely respected during his time as a player, not just for what he did on the field, but also for his leadership uh, with the union. And he said it was his express desire to raise the level of salaries for managers across the board. So here's Brad Lidge saying, well, I think it was always a dream job to go to the Chicago Cubs. Interesting. I wonder if council will say the same thing when he gets introduced. I hope not, considering (laughs) that he's a Milwaukee guy. All right, last chance now for Monday MVP. 
His heroics made us swoon this weekend. I'm the best ever. I am the greatest. Now it's time to name the After Hours Monday MVP. I need a hero. Stroud gets the snap. Stroud, quick throw, right side. Caught, touchdown! Dalton Schultz. The Texans are in front on fourth and goal. They convert. I was saying on the field, man, like, we're going through a lot, um, and I just remember, like, just uh, actually, we were actually in our chapel, and uh, our pastor was talking about like worship when you're wet. So basically, worship like when things are, aren't the greatest, and that's the true testament to faith. Um, and for me, I mean, that's what I rely on. I couldn't be up here. I couldn't do anything on that field uh, without my Lord and Savior, man. C.J. Stroud sets a new single season rookie record with 470 passing yards. Sounds very grounded, uh, good perspective. So, yeah, maybe football isn't overwhelming for him because he can keep it all in line and keep it all in focus. Five touchdowns, no turnovers, just as impressive. And this was a fun game between Bucks and Texans. 31 points in the fourth quarter and three lead changes, for heaven's sakes. So vote for your TD of the week. We'll talk to you tonight. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.